Hello, and welcome to the Vexillogicast. From the city that Lonely Planet ranked as the number one tourist destination in the United States in 2016, I'm Simon the Cannibal. Today is going to be a bit of a mixed bag for the episode, because I couldn't quite make any one of these stories into a full episode. This will be the short stories collection of the Vexillogicast, if you will. As always, you can find more information on vexillogicast.com, that is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com, and discussion on the subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal. As you well know, I had originally intended to do South Africa as a full episode in this Changing Your Flag series, so I figured I'd mention it here, even though it is just a short story. The long and short of it is that in 1994, after the apartheid regime fell, there was a flag competition to design the new flag of South Africa, although none of the flags in that competition went through, and nobody really liked them. The state herald, Frederick Brownell, then submitted what is the current South African flag as a kind of stopgap flag that the government could use, which incorporated symbolism from the United Kingdom, the Dutch flag, the Pan-African colors, and of course my favorite, the Paul design. His flag kind of stuck and has been in use again since 1994. As a note, the same gentleman designed the flag of Namibia. As I mentioned in the previous episode, Greenland came up as a potential candidate for an episode on changing your flag, though unfortunately I didn't find a fun narrative to go along with it. I talked about the flag a little bit in episode 18, so I'll just go over a couple of things again before we move on to our third flag of the day. Greenland's flag was designed in 1985 by Thu Christiansen. As you may well know, it is a white and red horizontal bicolor with a countercharged circle that is slightly towards the hoist. It is the only Nordic flag not to feature a Nordic cross, though during the design competition, there were a lot of Nordic crosses submitted, most of which featured green somewhere in them. It is amusing to me that the flag of Greenland is a red flag, and Greenland itself is a mostly white country, as in covered by ice white. It's like color inception. You'd expect Greenland to be green, and the flag of Greenland to be green, but the flag is red and the country is white. A quick little history of Greenland. In 1973, there were the first calls for a Greenland-specific flag. In 1978, Greenland was granted home rule from Denmark and had an official flag competition for which there were 555 entries, none of which went through the competition. Nobody really liked them. They had a second competition, and I can't find any information on that, and that's the one that Christiansen won in 1985. And again, as I mentioned in episode 18... This is a red sun setting with white land ice behind it and a red sea underneath and a white iceberg in the sea. An interesting group of designs there. Our third flag of this episode is the flag of the Republic of Macedonia. And I bring this one up because it changed in a very interesting way. The current flag of the Republic of Macedonia was adopted in 1995. It is a centered yellow sun with eight rays shooting out to the edges of the flag on red. Up until 1992, the Republic of Macedonia had a bland socialist Soviet Republic flag. You know the ones, the yellow star on the red field. Nothing too exciting. From 1992 to 1995, they had what is called the 
Virginia Sun, I hope I'm saying that right, V-E-R-G-I-N-A, Virginia Sun flag. And that's a, a small sun with 16 points in the center, centered on the flag. And this was a symbol linking Macedonia to the past. This same symbol was dug up from an archaeological site dating back to 2,400 years ago. So it was connecting Macedonia to its history, to its past, though it also connected Greece to its history and its past. And Greece did not like the Republic of Macedonia using this Virginia sun. So in 1994, they initiated an economic blockade of the Republic of Macedonia. And this was a huge political struggle. And as far as I know, this is the only time that another country used economic sanctions to cause a country to change its flag. So again, from 1992 to 1995, the Republic of Macedonia used the Virginia Sun. And then in 1995, they changed it up so they were still using the sun, still using the same colors, but it wasn't that specific symbol. At the time of adoption, there was a lot of distaste for this. Apparently, only about 56% of people liked the flag that they were changing to, and there were a lot of conservative elements who continued to use the 92 flag on government buildings and that sort of thing. But the official flag, again, changed in 1995. Our final flag of the episode is that of Papua New Guinea, which declared independence in 1975. Prior to that, they used several different flags. As a colony of Germany, they used the red, white, black imperial German flag. As a colony of the UK, they, of course, they used the blue ensign, like everyone else. And as a subdivision protectorate area thing of Australia, they had a couple of different flags one of which was a green flag with a multicolored bird of paradise on it, and they used that for five years. And they also used a blue-gold-green vertical tri-band for one year, and that had a southern cross in the blue stripe and a bird of paradise in the green stripe. But in 1971, gearing up for independence, there was a national competition, which was won by a young girl, Susan Kariki, and I'm probably not saying that right at all, who was 15. She designed a red and black diagonal bicolor. The diagonal stripe runs from top left to bottom right, which has both a Southern Cross and the Bird of Paradise again. The red and black kind of goes back to the German flag that was used earlier, as well as the popular colors of tribes in the region. Again, we see this red and black in Australian Aboriginal cultures, and in New Zealand flag designs, so it calls back to pre-British regional identity. All right, those are four quick little stories about changing your flag. Thanks for listening. Head over to vexillogicast.com for more information. The subreddit r slash Simon the Cannibal for discussion. You can find the Vexillogicast on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter. I'm on Patreon. All that sort of good stuff. Next week, we'll be investigating the flags of South Carolina, New Hampshire, and Virginia. And after that, again, I'm going to be taking a hopefully quick break. Let me know if you have any ideas for the next five episodes. Thanks again for listening, and best wishes from the Vexillogicast.